Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. Hello and welcome to my BritRest journey, I'm Chris Lappin and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by one of the busy- busiest guys in BritRest, he's the king of the ref bump, he's got Bell, how you doing Scott? <laughs> I'm doing well thank you and thank you for that introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huge, huge thanks for joining me, it's, it's been a while since I've had a ref on, I'm looking back I think Dan Sheeran was the last one so that was late 2020. <laughs> so, I don't know why that, yeah. I don't know why, I don't know why, why it's been so long, so I tell you, yeah. they're a bit different interviewing refs because it's like a special breed. It's like when I used to interview football, it's interviewing the goalkeepers was a lot different to interviewing the outfield yeah, players. It's it's like a, on things and stuff, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. <laughs> so, how have you been? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just busy with life and uh, work and wrestling. Like, I haven't stopped. Can't remember last time having a full weekend off of wrestling, to be fair. It's uh, wow. been a while now, but I'm looking forward to my next weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is for a while now, but. Yeah, mm. Have you got have you got all in tickets? That seems to be the thing people are asking that first. I haven't because oh. me and the missus have already got tickets to Money in the Bank. Yes. Um and other things towards the end of the year. And we're expecting our first child, so oh, like, congratulations. Thank you very much. Um we're just sort of like um, <laughs> trying to save money as well at the same time. But we've got like, loads of concerts coming up to like when she's due, so fingers crossed <laughs> actually like we've got one PW like four days before She's due, so we're hoping wow. that will hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw Slipknot the other day. They announced that they had like nothing more, Hypervale, uh, and Sleep Token support. And I was like, oh, this looks amazing. Like from former favorite bands, it's European tour. Oh. Really do it. They're only doing download. I was like, no, why aren't you doing the UK tour of that? Yeah, that lineup. That's like my favorite bands. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, they had Disturbed as well, but I'm not that arsed about Disturbed. So, uh, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Down with the Sickness as well, <laughs> as yeah. much as far as my <laughs> Disturbed knowledge goes. <laughs> if only we have played Stone Cold's theme. Yes, no. oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. So you've had a, probably the last two years has probably been like phenomenal as like, since you've been, since, like, mm. it, I mean, you're probably, you're busy pre-lockdown, but since then you've had like progress, 1PW, like TNT, it's like, Odyssey, obviously. And, uh, it's, it's, yeah, definitely. Like, so is it, so, like, yeah, going out of like NGW, it's, 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 just, it's just all over the country, so it's just like, it's, 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 <laughs> so I started off in BWR, I, I started training in NGW, mm-hmm. um, and then my first refing gig was with BWR, strangely. The Tyler um, Devlin. Yes, that's yeah, one. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was Matt Myers who got my first wrestling gig, mm. and then my second one there, and then I started getting them at NGW, and then yeah, it sort of picked up from there. But these last two years have just been sort of a whirlwind, really. Like you say, from a progress to a Rev Pro to you know TNT and GCW <clears throat> to one PW now, and it's just it's absolutely crazy. The last the last two years, I mean, I was I was working during lockdown as well, mm-hmm. uh, refing wise. 
I was probably one of the uh, one of only two. I think it was me and Oscar mainly. But oh, we were wow. doing like Red Pro shows, which is like behind closed doors. Um, but it was all done properly, you know, all the mm. tests and all the stuff. You had to go through that at that point in time. Um, so I never really stopped during COVID. But yeah, when we came back from COVID, it's just sort of just skyrocketed. Which I'm not complaining, but. <laughs> No, I, think, I, think, I was a bit scared of a bit rest coming out of COVID because we had to like speak and out moving as everything. Mm. But I think it's been mate, and there was loads of these little little companies popping up. You're like, oh, it's, it's going to yeah. oversaturate the market. But I think it's been absolutely brilliant since I think the last yeah eighteen months, two years. I've loved it. Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean, some of the companies like say popped popped up after speaking out. They haven't lasted long, which you can sort of say, oh. You know they weren't gonna be in, in it for a long run, but like some have come off from from that. Like uh, I know Catch is coming back, but Catch was one that came out after like COVID and all that stuff, and they were just um, getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and like other companies coming out, and, and they were constantly getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And still today, we're getting more companies come out, which are like you've got Soft Pro, which they're getting bigger, and it's good to see. It's good to see British booming. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, I want to go to a soft soft pro show. They they invited me to come down to do the do the, as a journalist. I was like, oh, give me a bit more notice. I could do things. But it was like <laughs> the week before that. I was like, oh, I already had plans. I think I had a seminar that week. I think. So, oh yeah, sure. yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, because I, I started I'm at one year in on training now, which shouldn't really start as a forty-one. I think. <laughs> hey, GDP didn't start till it was late thirties. Yeah, everyone keeps saying that. To <laughs> <laughs> How but, are you finding yeah, it? I, I, I said it's probably the probably the hardest thing, but one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. Mm-hmm. It? The, the thing I just, mentally I couldn't do was back bumps for ages. But I think mm-hmm. my just body was just like I could I could take like a clothesline and take a suplex. Thing, but if somebody was back bumping me, I could do it. But if they yeah. were just like do a back bump, like, it's when but, you've got to think about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That process it just overplayed in your head. But if you just throw yourself into it, or someone clotheslines you, or does whatever, you can perform perfect back bump it's, it's weird yeah. isn't it the more you think about it the more you you, you know, mess yeah, yeah. up really, I, I, yeah I always, I always landed on the top of my arse or the bottom of my back rather yeah. than the back top but <laughs> it, I can do it now I just it's that's the one because everyone's like you could do a flip bump but you can't do a back I don't, I don't know yeah. it's just something Pretty, in the head yeah, yeah that's a yeah. side bump front bump, bump, bump <laughs> yeah but yeah I love it yeah, Sean only is the trainer it's at Wrestle Island so it's like yeah yeah hoping to start training <laughs> show soon so hopefully I get to the advanced class before that starts and they'll be able yeah. to start oh, I reckon I, 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 reckon I could do it sorry hope to see you about on a show yeah <laughs> I, I reckon I could do like a spot in a rumble or do like a multi-man tag match or something at the so if you just yeah. come in do a couple of spots and then tag out I have no one there doing like a decent competent singles match <laughs> but, um, to be fair most people start in rumbles but I, I've only ever had one I've had more than one match but like I was in Rumble as a referee for like Mega Slam on the cab stuff. I, I had one match against um, Rogan, mm-hmm. who's of recent Rogan, yeah. and he beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm sticking to referees. But at that time, I, I was a referee then, like, um, so it was like it played well with our story because I was training for Evo Academy and mm-hmm. he had a vacant spot for his opponent. So obviously Matt Myers, being the heel he is, chose me to take that spot and oh wow, got an ass whooping. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've had, I've had like three training matches, and my son, 
we saw Mimmer's son start training together and he likes to remind me that I've not won a training match yet. I think he's won every training match. Yeah, I think I think the last. I, I was quite proud of the last one me and him did. It was, it was only like three minutes long, but we told a good story. Everyone told us, so it's, it's basically yeah. yeah. That's the main thing. As long as you get a story across. <laughs> yeah, because because he's a lot smaller than me. He's yeah. taller but thinner. <laughs> he's only nine stones. But everybody loves working with him because they can just throw him yeah, out. That was literally me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, only, I'm only five foot four, so everyone mm. just loved like throwing me about and like I do all the cruiserweight moves around him and make him look good and make him look big. I mean, that's the biggest um, <clears throat> praise I get now these days, is that I make everyone look massive in the ring, reffing. Mm-hmm. So, I'll take it. Yeah, it's the, the, op- the opposite to Greenwood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Me and Greenwood are like little and large in Britress. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> right, so this will give away your age. Who was your favourite wrestler growing up? Uh, my favourite wrestler growing up was Undertaker, without a doubt. Because <laughs> um, I, I started watching wrestling in 2001. Sounds a bit of a late that's, come up. That's when I got back into wrestling for mm. a short period. I, 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 I did, um, I was a new gen kid, and mm. then as, like, on to late teens, wrestling wasn't cool. So, yeah. It was only, it was only, yeah it's it's when the, invas- the invasion happened, I got back into it. So. Yeah. It was around the sort of time of WrestleMania 17, but I got mm-hmm. back into it. And I went, went, on, went on Channel 4, and you watch Heat, and then you'd have the pay-per-views for it after on Channel 4, and then mm. we got Sky Sports, so I started taping Raw for like 2001, 2010, no, 2002, two, sorry, and then I sort of continuously watched it, and then I sort of dipped a little bit, I don't really watch it now, like ever since I got into wrestling, I don't watch wrestling, <laughs> it's so bizarre, because like, I can watch it and be like, well, that's that part of the match, that's that part, it just ruins it for me, because now I watch referees, I've noticed that, I have to say, this, this, this part of the match, here's the shine, and then here's the, yeah, yeah, here's the heat, <laughs> here's the hoop spot. It's ruining it a little bit for you when you get into a business, but yeah, I don't really watch it anymore, and I shouldn't really say that, but because <laughs> I'm around it so much. Mm. Yeah, one of my first interviews I ever did, he said he, said he used to work in a pizza shop, but he never, he, but he never ate pizza because it's mm. round all the time. So, it's like, so he just did, he, that's why he said he, he doesn't want, he didn't watch wrestling as much as he should. So like, yeah. So. <coughs> <laughs> right, so th- did you get into the business wanting to be a referee? So I got into business wanting to be a wrestler, <laughs> and that's hard as it's been five foot four. Like all I can think in my head is Rey Mysterio. Uh, <laughs> But, like, yeah, I got in, I was in about a year in, maybe, training. And it's, I, I just sort of said to Matty Myers, like, I said to him, look, is there any chance you can sort of, like, you can, like, sort of coach me in, like, referee and stuff like that? Mm. Um, so, I mean, give, it, give it a go. We'll tell you the basics. Because, from my experience, like, the only people who can really teach you are actual other referees. And there wasn't many around at that point in time, especially around near me. Because you had all the guys down in London or up in Manchester or West Midlands, none round near the whole area, <clears throat> apart from the odd few. Um, so I got into doing that, and I sort of like really enjoyed doing it. Cause, um, <clears throat> yeah, I could still be a part of it. At that point in time, I thought I'll take less bumps. How wrong I was. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just really enjoyed it, and I, I started watching people like Charles Robinson and Mike Kyoto, and then sort of started picking bits from them and other people, and sort of just trying to try and culminate my my uh, 
my way of reffing, really. So I've got a little bit of Chris Sharp, a little bit of Tom Scarborough, a little bit of Mike Keona, a little bit of Charles Robinson, especially Charles Robinson's facials. I love Charles Robinson when he pulls faces and just reacts to what's going on. Because I, I always say reaction equals emotion. And if you've got like a, like a, a camera guy there or like someone taking photos there and they take a snapshot of me reacting to that, that's going to, you know, that's going to send, I don't know, I can't remember a word, but it, it'll look a lot better on camera, a lot better on film, rather than someone just stood there like robotic and no emotion whatsoever, what's going Definitely. on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, I got my first gig with Boudreaux through Matt, um, and then my second one through with Matt, which was a session with Martina match versus Kanji, which was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I was green as grass back then. Um, <clears throat> And then, yeah, and then I just sort of started getting bookings elsewhere through, like, my trainers, through Matty, through Nathan Cruz as well. Um, and it just sort of took off from there, really. And, and here we are, what, four years late down the line, over 600 matches, and yeah. <laughs> no turning back. What's <laughs> it? Is it Stripe Team? <laughs> Stripe Squad. Stripe Squad, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's made up of uh, me, James Greenwood, Dan Sheeter, Chris Tallerwood, who's no longer referee anymore, because um, he's moved to Canada, and um, referee Laura Kate. Yes. Um, okay. yes. So we're, we're the elite group around like my area and and um, Buckingham, Manchester. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you, th- so do you think that um, referee is still an unappreciated role with it, especially like, by fans and not by the wrestlers because they they know, but <laughs> so. I find like. <clears throat> As I've gone on through the years, I find like fans are growing more to appreciate referees and what we do. Because <clears throat> like you've got like stuff like WWE like pulling back the curtain on a lot of things and like other things which are pulling back the curtain on wrestling. <clears throat> Kayfabe is no longer a thing in wrestling. No, you know everyone knows what goes on behind the scenes. You've got AW All Access, which basically tells you everything what goes on there. Um, I still need to watch that. I've got it all recorded. <laughs> I've watched the videos. It is better. It's good. Mm. But that just completely rips the curtain open. Um, and I think that's where people then realise how much we have to do as a referee, because we aren't just there to count a one, two, three, stick a shirt on. I mean, you've got so many promotions across the UK now which have so many untrained referees who just stick a shirt on, wear jeans, trainers, and just don't look apart. You know, you're there to make that show look professional, that company look professional. Least you can yeah, do is I've seen, I've seen the one just, just get a trainee and just put a shirt on him and it's... exactly. And yeah. in my eyes, having just, just a trainee who is not training refereeing or anything like that is unsafe for the guys because mm-hmm. we're there, we're, we're the first port of call anyone comes to in the ring when there's an injury or something's wrong in the ring. And if that referee doesn't know what to do with that certain situation, it could be catastrophic for someone in the ring if they've really hurt themselves, <clears throat> you know. We've got to make that split second decision of whether we should stop this match or we could actually let it go. Mm-hmm. I'll think on the fly if you need to go to this finish straight away and think of a finish from. <clears throat> you can't just have that with Joe Bloggs down the street who just come in, you know, wearing shorts and buddy sneakers and just throw on a striped shirt or not even a striped shirt in some cases in some companies <laughs> and just there to count a one, two, three. You know, we're there to do that. We're there to keep everyone safe. We're there to keep timings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, call spots to each other if we need to. And a lot of things going through our heads, and I think a lot of people are starting to realise that more. We're starting to get a little bit more appreciation for what we do. Um, I don't think we're fully there with it, you know, because I, you know, 
it's nothing against wrestlers, you know, they're they're putting their bodies on the line, but like where that where the third man or woman in the ring with them, you know, if you've got a singles match, there's always three people involved in that match. Yeah. The two wrestlers and the referee. A good referee can make a bad look bad match look good and a bad referee can make a good good match look bad. So there's a big difference between the two uh um I think it's still a waste to go to get that full appreciation of what we actually are there to do, you know, if if you know some people are going through spots and in our heads they don't work for ourselves because we're workers ourselves. Yeah. You know, we're there we have to get our brand out and and branch out. And if someone sees something what doesn't make sense and makes us look stupid, we'll look at that footage and go, "Well, we're not going to use him because you know he can't uphold the law in the ring. He can't do this. He can't do that." So <clears throat> I think it's a waste to go to get onto that thinking of the wrestlers thinking, "Well, this is how would this work for a referee." How can we make this, you know, this cheating spot look um, okay without mugging off a referee? Mm-hmm. You know, tag team matches. How can we come in here and do what we need to do in the five count? <clears throat> yeah, Which I think <laughs> lost on some people, but um, yeah, I think we're getting there, um, which is good to see. By the way, yeah, I can, I can still <clears throat> see it. it's like a thankless task sometimes because probably the best referees are the ones that you don't really notice are there. But so yeah, you're like. But if you do something wrong, it's like so. Hundred percent. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> the greatest compliment a referee can receive from someone when you ask for feedback from a wrestler is, "Oh, I didn't even notice you were there. Mm-hmm. You were there when I need you there. You were there for this spot." But if, as soon as you mess up, that's it. That's all they remember. <laughs> I've been there, done that, been on Botchamania. It's not great, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it's a rite of passage. Everyone messes up. Everyone learns from it, and you know. <clears throat> Yeah, God. there's some, there's some, yeah. The, the, the biggest one that annoys me is when they count, and then the ref, because the, I don't know if the, ref, the wrestler hasn't put his shoulder on. Yeah. And then, and then, I was like, they'll even, then after they do it, <clears> I put it out, it's out of sequence, so it's like, you haven't got one, two. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been there and done that, where I've done the hover. Yeah, the, you're like, kick out! Yeah. Um, but I make sure that if it's towards in the match, I know it's not a finish. Um, I will say a kick out to the, the guys, um, yeah. just to make sure now because I've been there, to, I've been to that well too many times where it's been so close and I've counted to three and I had to wave off of it and it makes me look like mug because they've not got their shoulder up. Because it's not on us; it's really get their shoulder up. I've, I've had it before where I've fully counted a three count and stuck with it, and that's why I'm on Botchamania. Um, yeah. Because I I, I three counted um, Mariah May one two three shoulder came up as I hit the three and I kept with it and just called the bell. You know the right person won that match, which was good. Um, mm-hmm. But you know if that person doesn't get their shoulder up during the match, it's not on us. We're there to to be legit and count that three count. If they don't get that shoulder up, that's on them, <clears throat> not on us. Because like you say, if we're there hovering on the three count. Just and like, and then we go, oh, it was two. Like, <laughs> like idiots, and it's going to make a match look shit. Yeah, yeah. It breaks the illusion as well. So, oh, this is exactly. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been star- um, starstruck walking into a locker room? <laughs> I know some <laughs> of the people you worked with. <laughs> Especially come from the generation you started in. I know you've worked like Rhino and so RVD and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I first started out. <clears throat> I got an opportunity to go and help out on a show. It was called Fight Forever, um, was the promotion. And they were doing like a tour on the UK at one point. Um, and he had quite big names, like The Godfather was on it. Um, 
Oh, well. Cody Rhodes was making appearances there with Brandy Rhodes. That was the sort of first time I was proper starstruck. Because it's a story. Like, Cody Rhodes was doing, as we were turning down the ring in the, the um, setup, we were doing like a podcast at the back of a Liverpool Olympia mm-hmm. um, with Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. Um, so oh, wow. it was them two, them two <laughs> and Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes had left his phone backstage while we were all tearing it all down and whatnot. And he came back looking for his phone and Lo and behold, I found this first. <laughs> that was my first first interaction with Cody Rhodes. Um, but yeah, in when I've been in a locker room, there's definitely always been a time where there's been a presence. Like you know, you've had, I've been in certain locker rooms, Matt Cardona, Eddie Kingston, like I said, RVD. Like I grew up watching RVD, um, Scotty Too Hotty. Um, it's just so many. John Morrison had a really big presence about him. Um, just people I've grown up watching, and it's like, well, how the hell did I get here? Like, I'm there sitting in the ring waiting for Scotty Too Hot in RVD, and their music hits. That just brings me back to my 10 year old, 11, 12 year old <laughs> self, like, yeah. just popping inside. Um, especially like Wrestle Carnival, when I, it was the first match, it was Charles Crowley versus Scotty Too Hot. Scotty Too Hot was the first person out, and I was in a ring already. And as soon as that turned up hit, I was just like a kid <laughs> all over again. The same happened with RVD with when his music hit. I was just like, I've played him so many times on like wrestling games and stuff like that. And like, his theme is one of my one of my favourites. So it was just so cool to just. So one of the kind that comes out to the stump. Yeah, sorry. One of a kind? Yes, yeah, yeah. Breaking point, one of a kind. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> as, soon, as soon as that hit, I was just like in my element, really. Oh, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> Yeah, I was on a podcast a couple of years ago, and I put RVD as my my, my Mount Rushmore. So I yeah, just, I, yeah, he was. I didn't really watch ECW, but when they did the invasion, and he came in, and I was like, oh, mm. it made me go back and want to watch ECW just to see the mm. this guy. Yeah, he was my favourite for years. It so, was cool when I was in the ring room, just like doing his like <laughs> signature moves, and it was just like shit, like <laughs> this, is, this is cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a stick at the moment is. is because he isn't as agile as he used to be, but he mm. tries to do the RVD and he, he keeps getting R and he gets cut off and then he yeah. do RV and then he gets cut off. So when he eventually does RVD, the crowd goes, ah! That's funny. Yeah. That's, so he doesn't yeah. do it, yeah. It's cool. Really cool. <laughs> it's great. <amazing. coughs> <coughs> Sorry. I'm hay fevery people. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the star of years. <laughs> so tell us about the first match you, were, you ever... Oh, you already have. I was going to say, tell us about the first match you ever refereed. Should we have to well, I, that, that um, Sessionoff uh, match wasn't the first one, it was the second one. My first one was oh, Matt Myers, Matt Myers as Chuck Wood versus <laughs> some wrestler called Jack Wellington, <laughs> who was like a farmer gimmick. Um, oh, you mighty bald headed chap. Does he go around Mega Slam? Yes, he wasn't. Yeah, I think I'm actually a mega slam. Yeah. Versus Harry the Hammer Winston uh, and Simon uh, the One Lancaster. Uh, and that was at BWR. And they did a low blow right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, what do I do? <laughs> Just carried on with it. I was like, oh, this is it. You know, my first, my first match and I've seen a low blow right in front of me. Oh, no. <laughs> But it wasn't Matt who did it, which was good. But he he, he apologised for it. But it was uh, some other guys who did it in the match. And it wasn't great, but it, it only got better from there. Uh, I can say that. 
Have you ever been confronted by like a nervous Alice fan who I don't just want to say he doesn't realise the thing is scripted, but it's like maybe why one of your decisions or Oh got Markham. Wrestling's still real in Markham. Um yes. I was on I don't know if you saw if I did a rumble show in Odyssey and we had a spot where Andrew Decker um was eliminated. Uh, yes, I was, I was out that show. Yeah. But wasn't eliminated. Um, and then he came out at the end and eliminated RPD. Because obviously, I'm a referee on the outside. <laughs> the amount of shit I got from people on the front <laughs> <laughs> I had to, like, quickly run back. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, like, even, like, I had a show last week, last weekend, like, uh, not far from Markham, in Barrow and Furnace, like, just kids, just proper giving me so much crap <laughs> on the balcony. I'm like, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> that knockout um, wrestling. Yes, yeah, yeah, KW. Um, but yeah, Markham is the place where you get all the fans screaming and shouting at you. Um, you get it everywhere now. And you sh- like, when I first started, I, I started, right, I really took it to heart, like so much of people mm. said. But now it's just like, ah, sodger, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, I, I couldn't believe the, the Markham crowd. I thought Wrestle Island crowds got rowdy and loud. Oh, but... God, yeah. Considering they had, they had that first, that was the first wrestling show they had in Morecambe for like three years. Yeah. So, so like... Morecambe's wild every single time to go there. I'm back there in June, so I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been back for a while because I've been doing one PW. Mm. Um, but Morecambe's just, it's, it's its own sort of bubble, isn't it? Like of wrestling. Like, I don't think wrestling exists outside of Morecambe for people in Morecambe. Anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. I, I spoke to Ethan. Edwards, mm. he was, yeah, he was, he was telling me about when Ryan Hunter turned heel and the oh, crowd. There was a woman in the audience wearing a Ryan Hunter t-shirt. <laughs> she took it off there and then <laughs> on the floor in disgust. <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. I wanted to go to that show in June, but I'm getting the I'm buying the all in tickets tomorrow. So ah, that's, that's fair. So, so, so I won't be able to. Power is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, when I've told Ethan I'll be going in June, I all in hadn't been announced. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's included coach down. I think it's 150 quid or something. That's, that's, that's not too bad. To be fair, so. I got I got uh, two sets tickets for SmackDown and Money in the Bank. Ooh, yeah. all that together was 150 quid. I was like banging, like, I know I'm up in the rafters and you're too, yeah. but like, I'm square on the entrance way, so I'm not going to get a bad view of it, really. Like, I mean, compared to what I paid for Classic Castle, which was, we weren't disclosing the amount. <laughs> but, like, I got a good view, but like, god damn, there's people like, beside of me who paid half as much as me. Yeah. And it's wow. just like, but like, yeah, I got, got them for a good steal, really. 150 quid for Money Bank and Smackdown, so I'm looking forward to going and see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Money Bank. Yeah, kind of, well, that's what I said to my son, do you want to go to Money in the Bank or do you want to go to All In? He was like, mm. All In. All In's going to be massive, isn't it? It's his 18th this year, so it's like, yeah, you get to pick. Ah, uh, so, yeah. I so, spent yeah. the, um, for a couple of weekends back, I was doing um, the wrestling, for a little wrestling convention. Yes, I went to the, oh God. 2018 or 2019, I went to. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. When you stayed in Liverpool, I, was, I went to that one. I, I went to yeah, the Yeah, it's the first year in Manchester this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent the weekend sat with Jamie Hater. That's all I heard. <laughs> you're looking forward to all in. Yeah, you're looking forward to all in. All in, all in, all in. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, yeah. I'm sure it's a shame I can't go, really. It should be good. 
Yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. It's fun start. I know they can't start announcing matches now, but I just mm. I thought they were going to do the four pillars of AEW as the main event, but they're, they're putting that on um, double or nothing next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I'm still put. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. I've never been to Wembley, so it's like. I'm hoping it's going to be like a SummerSlam 92 where people are still talking about it. Like, <laughs> 30 <laughs> years later. Everyone out in like a Union Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I did in SummerSlam 92. That was cool. <laughs> Have you ever watched just the wrestlers have turned into a shoot and how did you start Well, that's sorry. You sort of broke up with me Have there, you? weren't you? Yeah. I said, Have you ever had an incident during a match where it's turned into a shoot fight or? Um, not with me in the ring as a referee, but I've been in attendance <laughs> at a show in Derby, an outside show, and one of the wrestlers um, took a bit of a liberty with one of the guys, so the guys gave it right back and just beat the shit out of him with <laughs> a hardcore match as well. So it was way oh, wow, yeah. it was uh, it was Will Cruz actually who uh, was beating the crap out of this guy, but um, but yeah, I was like, whoa, like. Wow. One hell of a receipt. <laughs> it was like, well, it was too bad. <laughs> um, I've been in the ring where I've been like receipts and stuff, but not like proper, not been proper shoe look, fa- no. thankfully. Which is good. <laughs> yeah. Not like APA style. Because <laughs> <laughs> I bet I've heard that you, you do enjoy refereeing a deathmatch or hardcore matches. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't like it. I know Greenwood doesn't really like it. So when TNT come around and do the deathmatch shows. He's like, are you free? <laughs> yes, I am. Because um, I really enjoy it. Um, I think at one, I don't know if I'm still am at the moment, but I think I've ref the most deathmatches for a UK referee at the moment oh, wow. in yeah. time. Um, I think Steve Dean might be copping up there with me, but I think I'm still a little bit ahead with that. Um, I know Greenwood refereed quite a few. I think I'm still ahead of him on that one as well. But I just really enjoy it. Like For me, it's a different type of art form, and it's something different. It's not everyone's cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. Um, yeah. But like it is quite grim. Um, you've got yeah. to have a strong stomach, to, especially when you're in there, because I've been in there before with Clint Ligero when he's torn <laughs> open his bicep. Oh, yeah. And you're just there just trying to tape it up so you can get through the <laughs> You can see the muscle. Yeah, we, were, we were at um, Extreme Field last, last year, and mm. yeah. My girlfriend, yeah, she was like, piece of glass going near her feet, she was like, and we're too close to the ring. I was like, well, just, these are our seats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, last, the last TNT show, uh, DOA, I did the, the DOA tournament, and um, mm. it was big effing Juris, there's a guy called Tomby, and it's the first time I've ever been in a match and seen blood splurt from someone's head. <laughs> like, it was a fountain. <laughs> and I was like, right there in front of it, I was like, what do I do? <laughs> I'm like, I kept asking him, are you okay? You're good. Like, yeah, I'm fine. Mate. I'm like, got blood splitting from me. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've asked many a wrestling, but well, yeah, and most of them, their ultimate their goal is to do one death match. Just like, this. they don't want to be a death match. Time they'll ever do one as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a special time of paper person. <laughs> I know. Every time I ask certain people, I think I've asked like Robbie X and like Nathan Cruz. This, and, like, I said, would you ever do like death match type wrestling? It's like, I'd probably just take a light tube, and that's probably about it, really. Um, <sighs> but light tubes are dangerous in themselves. I remember a guy called Nathan Black was taking one at Rise. It's the first time he took one, and he took it over his head and he just shattered all the way down his back. Yeah, it was just covered in blood and pieces of glass. And all that stuff. Uh, I've got, I've, I don't, I've got, I've got a fear of piercing, so being 
through glass and it's so unpredictable how it's yeah. going to break. It's just that's what I don't like. Yeah. It, so. Well, the first death match I did at BWR was Rise vs BWR, and I only had like really thin knee pads underneath my um, my trousers at the time because I'd never done a death match then, so I didn't yeah. really know what I needed, what I was doing. Um, and then when I got back, I was like, "Well, that's not good because my knee knee pads were like uh, like knee sleeves." At the time, so we're white oh, yeah. knees, please. Well, this one was red. <laughs> I felt like I'd, I'd, I'd sliced over my trousers. When I took it off, I had like a massive gash in my leg from all the glass and stuff. Oh, like, well, that's not good. I'm going to have to start wearing knee pads on the outside of my trousers now. So I can sit <laughs> my trousers and not have to buy so many pairs of trousers. <laughs> so, so where did the like the the ref bump? Part of your character come along with us because you're a, tra- a proper trait, like you because you did training for a year. You're like, oh. yeah, it's not necessarily part of my character. It's just um, I'm sort of like it's what you're well known for. It's, it's, like, 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 yeah, it's probably a bad thing to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably like say because I'm trained in it, and not a lot of referees do have actually got that wrestling training background mm-hmm. of taking certain bumps. And, but I like the thing with me, I like getting creative with them. Yeah. So uh, I'd rather not take a, just a clothesline or whatever. I'd rather make something of it and make a moment and progress that story in that match or whatever. Because everyone's seen the normal ref bumps, haven't they? You know, just a uh, bypass, you know, ref goes down for clothesline or gets a boot or whatever. I mean, there was one at catch where, what was it? They wanted to do a German suplex spot. Mm. So basically it was Scotty Rock and Tom Fellwell. Um, and it was going to be mean in the... So I, I think Fellow was going to charge in, see me in the corner, stop. Scotty Rock was going to German suplex Tom Fellwell, and then um, Tom Fellwell was going to pull me around and German suplex me. I was like, this, this, uh, <laughs> this bumps I'll take, but I'm not really keen on taking a triple German, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, can we sort of twist it? So mm. we changed it into a overhead belly suplex, so I could sort of guide myself over, and it looked really cool. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just not a sort of, like I say it's not really my like sort of my character like I say it's what I'm sort of known for, which is like bad in a way. But it's just like because I know how to bump safely and I'll, I'm I'm light as well, so I'm easy to bump and it's more more uh, believable, I suppose. When a referee like my height and my size is down for so long, <laughs> you know, other referees are made of paper, aren't we? So. It's yeah. belly to belly. I, I can imagine you being down, but yeah, some of the... yeah. I, I just like I enjoy, I enjoy taking bumps. I like I enjoy like helping progress that match and like mm-hmm. say creating that moment there. And yeah, I just, I just like taking them. <laughs> Would you ever have an ambition of trying to become a wrestler again, or is this just... no? I, it's not it's not for me anymore. Like I do sometimes go back to train and do like wrestling ma- matches, like training matches and stuff. But like it's like for me, it's just. Um, I can go go back to go training and just get straight back into it. It's like mm-hmm. it's muscle memory. But like the next day, I'm just aching everywhere because I'm not used to it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like even with refereeing, like it's it, it's you know people think we're just there just you know, counting for one, two, three, and whatever. But we're up, down, up, down, up, down mm-hmm. all the time. If you're doing a full show or half a show, it has its effect on you. Like, I ache so much the next morning. Like, I can barely move. <laughs> um, and for that, like, I'm 30 now, so I'm sort of like, I won't say getting on. Don't want to say that. <laughs> but, like, my body's not what it used to be. Like, I've always suffered with, like, back pain. Yeah. Um, even before refereeing. And now it just gets progress- 
progressively worse as like my, my job and my the job for the past thirteen years with like with farming and stuff. It's never gonna get better. So I don't want to at my age now want to find a reason to make that worse, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. By getting in there, wrestling and I'd love to. I love I love I love I love wrestling matches, but I, I can still be part of that by refereeing and that's where I've just sort of found my home for the past four years now, really. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, so if you, if those, they just needed somebody for a rumble, you wouldn't say. I have, oh, like, like, <laughs> I, I, did a, I did a rumble this year. Like I'm strained. Came in, did a head scissors, super kick, send them home happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to get into this interest in becoming a referee? Because I know anyone started doing like seminars and stuff it's like yeah quite regularly at um, Future Shock yeah at Future Shock I was there just this weekend with him actually he's got a good group of people there um, coming up for the ranks um, which will probably not taking all my jobs but (laughs) (laughs) no but good guys um, good guys and girls there like um, it's good to see more people wanting to get into it Mm because when when I started there was literally no one around like Around Mario was nobody apart from me. Now you've got you know, you've got Sandy, you've got Lee, you've got other people around here. There's so many people up north, so many people down south, more in the West Midlands now, which is good. So we're covering the whole length and breadth of the country. Um, but yeah, advice. Um, I'd say find a reputable reputable training school. Mm-hmm. Um, learn your basics, your fundamentals of wrestling. Because I found that when I started training referee. It helped me train to be a wrestler to understand aspects of refereeing, mm-hmm. like Definitely. where you need to be for certain moves, around for the shoulders, etc. And it helped me as well, being a referee, trained referee, become a better wrestler because I understood it more. <clears throat> so that helps nearly fundamentals down to a T. Um, and just like, yeah, just the best way you can learn is watching wrestling and watching referees. That's how I learned most of my stuff. I was lucky enough to have Chris Sharp, who's now an NXT, NXT referee, um, take me under his wing and just sort of like guide me. And, you know, along with like James Greenwood and other people over the years, <clears throat> who sort of give me advice and taking that time to give me feedback. And just if you do like training matches, take any feedback you can on, on board and progress with that and, and run with that. And just like, yeah, so like, Greenwood's place at the moment with his his crew is the perfect way to start because you, you know James is one of the best in the country in my opinion definitely without a doubt um, and the only way you can learn to be a referee is learning from other referees in my perspective because a, a wrestler can only teach you so much um, like I found when I was asking <laughs> feedback from wrestlers I was only getting yeah you're good yeah you're fine you're right my way but only when I went out to other referees like Chris Sharp, it comes shows, he'd actually take time to sit down and dissect it for me and say, well, that didn't make sense. Try this there. Do that. You know, um, do this here. Do that there. And it's made you think more about how you do the job and take it more professionally. Um, so it helps just, it helps 100% just learning from other referees as well. But like, like I said, just watch refereeing and like, uh, go do your fundamentals learn from other referees, and then you can start watching other referees, and you'll be like, well, I can take that from him, take that from her, do this, do that, and just sort of gather all of that and make it your own. Uh, best, best, best way is just like, watch wrestling and just, like Gus said, go do your fundamentals and 
try and find a referee nearby to pick the brain because I've got so many people near me who now pick my brain and send me footage. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> you know, I send them feedback and they take that and they grow from that. And, like, there was one guy called Danny Marks <clears throat> who referees um, down at Lincoln, FW. And he's, he's, he's fairly new to it. But, like, in the last year, he's come on so well with it all because you can mm-hmm. tell that he's taken on board feedback and then taken that on board and grown from that and learned from his mistakes and capitalised on that. And the same with Laura Kate, like, when I first worked first the first time at Catch Pro Wrestling, like, to now, it's completely night and day as to how yeah, good she's got these past... I think she's only been in it, like, a year, a year and a bit. Yeah, you can tell her just her confidence was growing over it, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yes. Like, leaps, she's come on leaps and bounds. It's really... Um, and again, with, like, Sandy... Sandy as well, like, compared to how she was when she first started, she's got really good. Lee, when he's come back into it, he's taken a lot of a lot of uh, stuff that I've done on board and grown from Matt and adapted his sort of style. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's all you can do, really. Just, like, just just find a referee who's, who you know is good because um, you don't want to pick a brain of someone who's crap and they'll give you the, <laughs> the wrong direction. Um, and just, learn, just, just pick their brains. Send them footage and get them to dissect it for you. That's the easiest way to learn and to become a referee, really. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a decent like a community on Facebook. Zebras, I think it's called. Uh, yeah, is it Zebra I, Talk? I, I, I am a part of the group somehow. I don't know how. I think I interviewed a referee like years ago and he added me to the group. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's Zebra Talk. So it's like Zebra Talk. Uh, referees from all around the world, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. This is the professional Nathan Cruz, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious Podcast, because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Right, so if you're a promoter for a day promoting an event, so use the wrestlers you've worked with, trained with, wrestlers are associated to you in some way. Yeah. If I give you a match type, you can tell me who put that much. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I am expecting this to be the most star-studded part of it. <laughs> Alright, so who will be in your opening contest for the crowd excited? So, my opening contest, I apologise in advance, these are all going to be multi-men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, my opening contest, I've got Ooh. Eric Young. Yes. Versus Matt Cardona. <laughs> versus Eddie Kingston. In oh, a wow. triple threat. <laughs> I'll get the crowd attention. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting big. <laughs> uh, slightly hardcore I can, I can imagine it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it's no rules triple threat it's, it, yeah. it makes my life easy he's multi-med there's no rules yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you wrapping every match as well That's just, uh, uh, I might share it with Greenwood yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I forgot to ask you that how do you like divvy out matches and shows and stuff, and stuff? Um, with that I mean there's sometimes where like me and whoever will have like certain matches we want to do so I'm very easy like I'm not precious about RF or if it's, if it's certain promotions where we'll have certain people multiple times like 1PW like me yeah. and James share it out quite a lot so like obviously I've done like the past two Osprey matches um, I think I'll probably we'll probably give him the Osprey and Cardona match next year just sort of give it out so like he did a Cardona match one night at TNT and then I did a Cardona match the second night at TNT yeah. So, I mean, we're quite easy with how we divvy it out in a way, but normally we just sort of like work out well, who's going to be doing the main and work back from there and do yeah. like one on one off, one on one off sort of thing. Oh, easy way, easy way to do it. 
Yeah, that, that'd be a great opening contest. <laughs> I'll get around to it. a comedy style match? So, comedy, I've got Gene Money <laughs> versus Scotty Too Hotty <laughs> versus, wait for it, Wing Commander Nash. <laughs> you know, Wing Commander Nash. <laughs> He's somebody I really want to see live. I've never had the chance to oh, see him live yet. He, but, uh, he, honestly, Nash is one of my favourite people in wrestling. Um, he is so funny in what he does. Yeah, I, like, I like I like his like his podcast as well. It's just like, it's it's so good, honestly, so good. Like he, he just gets comedy comedy wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like he knows what to do with it, and he just got him in the palm of his hands with it. It's just it's brilliant to see with him. Really good. <clears throat> yeah, first time my girlfriend saw Dream Money. He was, was a TNT, and he was coming downstairs. She didn't get she didn't get it at the top of the stairs, but by the time he got to the ring. She got, she got it. <laughs> she's like, she's like there's this weird guy and he's pants and there's... Nipple tape. Yeah, she's like, why is this nipple tape? I said, I've asked lots of people why is this nipple tape? Nobody's Sexual told me. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's got this big, big dog chain on and it's, it's I, I sailor hat his, and stuff. I do love his finishing move, but Ainsley Lariat, that's yeah. amazing. Damn finishing move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time he'd done his entrance, she got it. It's just like, it's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he was against Scott Irvin, so that was a complete, like, contrast yeah, style. Yeah, you know, big contrast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that was great. Great match. So, mm. yeah, but that'd be funny, man. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, I've got, I've got images of the, the Larius and then the, the worm happens on, on yeah. Ash and then he fights over he's got a pin in by the time he wakes up by the time yeah <laughs> cool uh, your women's title match my women's title match again another multi multi-person <laughs> match so I've got Ruby Soho versus Jordan Grace versus Lizzie Eva Eva sorry Shall Eva, Eva. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lizzie she's fantastic um, versus Jamie Hitter Ooh, I like that. These are all people I've worked with as well, so it's it's been a hard hard to narrow it all down to like <laughs> certain matches. Uh, I have had people in the past go, and we'll have a special main event of a battle royal with everybody I've not mentioned. Your your mid card title match or your workhorse match? Uh, so my mid card would be. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I want to say it's a workhorse match. This is some quite big names oh. in this one. Uh, <laughs> Ace Austin uh, of Impact now um, versus Cal Noir versus Jonathan Gresham <laughs> versus Kip Sabian. Wow, that's uh, a good one. <laughs> I was, I was at a wrestling media card in Manchester in 2018. And Jonathan Gresham walked past me. I was like, oh, he's shorter than I thought. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I, was, I was at the same media com. I, yeah. I helped, um, I was, I was crewing like ref, wrestling side of it, like very shows and stuff. Yeah, I was, I was, I was interviewing the wrestlers upstairs in like the yeah. Star Wars bar. Thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's pretty cool. Um, but Jonathan Gresham is actually shorter than me, I, I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then, Behind him, Walter as Walter. So I was like, oh, <laughs> so God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but you'd, if they had a match, you'd legitimately think that Gresham could beat Walter. It's just he makes himself <laughs> seem so much bigger. Just like, <laughs> <But> <clears throat> that'd be a match I'd really want. That Fatal Four Away would be a match I'd really want to Oh, God, yeah. East Austin's one of my, my, my oldest 
Yeah, he had a really good match with Robbie X at first one PW show back. Uh, that's the first time I've worked with him. First time i really sort of not heard of him, but like known much of him, um, Ace Austin. Um, and then again, Robbie X versus Kip Saving at BWR, the referee that one, Kip came back over here for a little bit um, mm. after he joined AEW. And Kip's so good, like so good. And such a like lovely human being as well. I was at a wedding with him the other weekend. <laughs> sat on the same table as him and Penelope Ford it was just so weird <laughs> I got oh, I, was, I was at TNT about 18 months ago I was really excited when I to see my first Robbie X match he got injured in the first like minute of the match oh. <laughs> it was like, oh. Robbie X versus Mark Haskins I was like oh, okay. yeah. I was like dead excited to see Mark, Mark Haskins was a replacement as well I think he replaced Scotty Rourke possibly yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, was it a triple threat? <laughs> Scotty Rourke and Haskins versus Robbie X? No, I think it was, it was, I'm sure it was meant to be Robbie X versus Scotty Rourke, and then yeah. Scotty Rourke got injured before the show, or couldn't make the show, so the place uh, came with uh, Mark Haskins, and I was like, yes, I've never seen Haskins either, so Robbie Haskins X versus Haskins. <laughs> About a minute into it, he injured himself, so um, LJ Cleary came out and replaced oh, Robbie yeah. X. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. LJ Cleary is really good, actually, really good. He is. Yeah, he's fucking as well. Yeah. I think he pulled double duty. I think I'm sure he was on the pre show as well. <laughs> yeah, possibly, yeah. <clears throat> it was, was Clary versus Therese on the pre show. Wanna say that was the pre show mm-hmm. match? And it was Lance Rivera versus Ryan Hunter for the Odyssey Championship. Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got pretty drunk that day, I was just, uh, I went by myself. <laughs> I got I got my girlfriend was like, Oh, can we can you go to the bank and put some money in for me? So I got the clothes at four, so I got to got to Liverpool at like half three. By myself, I was like the show didn't start till seven, so I just sat in the pub for like three hours by myself. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait till I could see somebody I kind of knew. So yeah. Tag along with someone. <laughs> oh, where are we up to? I've got my card. Okay, uh, um, your hardcore strict stream rules. So this can be hardcore, anything from. T- I've got a hardcore can- battle royal. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so I've got Rory so Coyle. Fifteen man thing from. Swing yeah, fifteen. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> So at WrestleMania 15, when you had that big 15 man. Oh, it's WrestleMania 15 minutes. It's the 16th, it's the 15 minutes. Hardcore Holly wasn't meant to win, but he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. No, WrestleMania 2000, wasn't it? Wait, 2000. Yeah. Yeah, WrestleMania 16. 16. So Rory Coyle versus Iceman versus a guy who's famous for a death match in America called Schlack. Mm. Versus Alex Cologne, who was also a <laughs> wrestler. Versus Bea Rose. Versus Margera. Wow. Versus Big Joe. Versus Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> what, what yeah. the, what, I guess there won't be an over the top rope battle royal, it'll just be a. Yeah, it was just him. Just him. Like, 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 yeah. Like a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be eliminated. I'd like to That'd be chaos. <laughs> yeah. It'd be multiple referees for that. So. <laughs> um, your tag team title match? Uh, tag team title match. I've got Leon Slater and Derice yeah. versus Pretty Deadly. Ooh. I, like uh, I completely forgot that I refereed Pretty Deadly. Um, I've only refereed them once, and that was, oh, God, three, two, three years ago, three years ago, NGW, mm. once upon a time. I can't think what they call themselves before they Pretty Deadly. I bet he ever did. That was pretty deadly. Yeah, I'm sure there was someone else before Pretty Deadly. I can't remember what they call themselves. Could be, could be Pretty Deadly. But I'm sure they call themselves something else. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, then two versus them two should be pretty cool. Oh, cool. I thought you were going to put Reese and Rogan in that much. Was it, have you oh, I like Reese and Rogan there as well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you saved my ass there. <laughs> I was like, I know the tag team title match. It's going to be Reese and Rogan versus something. <laughs> 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 oh, do we have a one-on-one female? <laughs> Don't watch, sorry. Do we have a one-on-one female event? Or? Uh, no, we've got a four-way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Robbie X. Versus Rob Van Dam versus yeah. Nathan Cruz versus Will Ospreay. Oof. No. I, I couldn't, I couldn't not have a, not have a multi-man for the uh, main, could I, after all that? <laughs> Thanks for saying, yeah, it's like three, three flippy men and then Nathan the serious. Yeah. Well, Avid is like sort of semi-flippy now, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, even, even Osprey is bulked up a bit and he's not yeah, as flippy as he used to be. But, but. He's definitely adapted his style now, hasn't he, as well? He, he's apparently at it all in. He's pretty, I think he's pretty much confirmed. Yeah, so I've so. seen on like on socials and stuff, which would be pretty cool for him. <clears throat> People say that it's going to be him versus Omega. Oh, that'd be good. My son wants him to do a rewatch with um, Orange Cassidy because I was like his mm. favourite match last year. I know at least one match at, at um, All In, but I'm, I was sworn to secrecy when I got to I won't tell anyone. Don't worry. <laughs> Tell me off air. Thank you for reputable source said this. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be a great card. That'd be an expensive yeah. card. Expensive card. <laughs> <laughs> We've got unlimited money, haven't we? Yes. These days. <laughs> it's, your it's your fancy card. <laughs> so, cool. so where can people see you in the near future? So, so. Uh, so I'm at Russell Canal this weekend. Uh, yes. In Coventry, Sunday, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah. yeah, and then I'm at Rise next weekend in Hull, which isn't far from me, which makes my life so much easier when it's only like thirty minutes away from my house. Um, and then after that, I think it's mainly like Odyssey and One PW. That's that. Yes, so Odyssey. That's it's Odyssey the ninth June. Um, I want to say it's in it third of June. The third of June. I'm not sure. Third, I think, and then you've got. Um, one PW on the 10th of June so I'm pretty busy in the coming, coming week <laughs> yeah it's my co-host Lance Rivera's he's against Rally Nova on Sunday yes yeah so, yeah so it should be a great match oh, Carnival somewhere I really want to go to as well it's just I need to yeah. it's all these yeah, everywhere all, all over the country I keep saying we need to do like a road trippy type thing where we just go yeah. around and watch. <laughs> where are you based uh, the Wirral so. Wirral so yeah I think sometimes some people come from Liverpool, like Liverpool area, sort of, towards mm. like different shows and stuff. Yeah, it's not that bad. Greenwood, Greenwood comes from, comes from that area. Yeah, that first Odyssey show, he saved my life because I was like, I, I didn't realise the last train was like half eight. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, James, can you take me at least back to Liverpool and I can make my way over there? That's one of the things, isn't it? Trains go into Markham, but we're never seen going out. <laughs> we go for, uh, was like, you know, what, time, what time is the show finishing? Do you have to get that last train? I said, like, oh, I'll find a way home. That's, there's plenty of people yeah. from Liverpool on this show. I'm sure I can grab mm. somebody will drop me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but we, saw, we, saw, we saw the bus. Just ahead of us, we're like, oh, he's going. I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive like three stops down to make sure you yeah. get on this bus into town. I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, do you want to promote any social media help before we go? Awesome. Uh, so basically, I'm just on Twitter really at the moment. Um, so it's just uh, at refsgb93. That's where you can find me. Cool. I'll put links in the description if anyone wants to follow yeah. you. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Yep. Thank you. I mean, I've really, really enjoyed it.